everyone. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. Hey, everybody, we're here. It's episode 28. We podcast and we know things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Samuel. You Majora. know me, I'm right here. But real quick, I got two, two quick stories to share. Yesterday, I go in my shed. I got to get a few things, you know. So I keep these things in, like, this bag. I had this blanket over it, whatever. So I take off the blanket, and I see this, like, um, like you know, like, dryer, or, like, when you're done with your dryer, you got to take out that thing and throw out all that, that lint or whatever. It looks like a pile like that. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, I never put that there. I take it off, throw it to the ground, and look up. There's about six to eight mice, all, it was their nest. I make an audible yell and run out of the shed. The reasoning, that, it, it is coming full circle. I had an experience years ago when I used to work at Subway. I was leaning on the counter, just, you know, minding my business. I see movement. It's this mouse coming out. It's eating some lettuce on the floor. I'm like, all right. I was like, let me let, me let him come out, draw it out or whatever. This is in the Philadelphia Mills Mall. Yes, right? correct. The formerly known as Franklin Mills. So it comes out. I'm like, all right, I'll let it walk out a little bit more and, you know, try to kick it or something. So I go to wind up. I kick it. I push it up against the wall. I wind up again to kick it. Three babies shoot out. Mother dies. Massacre. Everyone dies. I run to the back. I make the co- I make my coworker clean it up because I was mortified. So when I saw these babies in my shed yesterday, I think I had a, like a flashback experience and ran out of there. <laughs> so, so this is we podcast and we know things, and we just got crazy stories like that to bring it to you, where we cover everything in music, movies, TV. And, <coughs> excuse me, video games and apparently uh, mice. Mice massacres. Mice massacres. <laughs> Hashtag mice massacre. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of interesting things on the docket. We have our trivia. Um, we could talk a little bit about Loot Crate. Then we're going to start off this week with television, transition into movies, go into video games, and then end the show with the Royal Rumble recap as, as it aired last Sunday night. Uh, again, this is episode 28 of We Podcast and We Know Things, taping on February 4th, 2017. That is your rundown for the show. We're going to start with trivia. It is 5.5. To 4.5, as both of us got the question wrong last week. Yeah, well, that's that's usually my favor. But I'll lead us off. Okay. You know, I'll, right. I'll, I'll take the, the second one. So this is going to pertain to something that we're going to you know bring up eventually later. How many American Pie films was Tara Reid in? Obviously, we know that there's a shit ton of American Pie films, and obviously I'm talking the, the whole canon. And it includes cameos and everything? Everything. And you know, because you know, there was at least I think two or three where the original characters weren't in. It was just uh, John, what's his name, uh, Eugene Levy. He was in. I think the, the only one that was in every one. That would be another good trivia question too. My mind is pointing towards four, but I'm gonna I want to read the want to read the multiples. Give me okay. a multiple choice. A two, B three, C four, oh D five. Give me four. Final answer? Yep. Incorrect. It was yeah. three. Okay. It was just, she was in the first two and then American Reunion. Okay. Just, you know, I figured I was kind of kind of easy, kind of fair, you know. Let me see what hard-ass shit you got me with now. My trivia. Who died in 1876? Pertains to initial D. Uh-oh. Okay. Let's see what we got. What mountain were the night kids from? You know what's funny? On my game, I was a member of the Night Kids. Me too. I have I have a name. Not in my the head. Speed Stars. Not the. I have to hear the Red. I Suns. have a name in my head. I have to hear the your 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 answers here. Akina, Akagi, Miyogi, Tachigi. Wow, I think two of them actually came up with what I was thinking. I'm liking A and B. I am. I'm liking them a lot. I'm going to go with A. Akina. That's the mountain attack runs in the show. Akina. Akina, so that's not it? Akina Speed Stars. Akina Speed Stars. It was B? It's Akagi Red Suns. Akagi Red Suns. It's Tachigi Emperor. <laughs> Damn it. 
And the Miyogi Night Kids. Miyogi Night Kids. Zach Nakazato of the Miyogi Night Kids. I'm rusty, man. I'm rusty. You got that. You play the game, but that's fine. No, but you're watching the anime. You know, I've anime. known that anyway. <laughs> like we I, needed the I, anime to know I that. need it. I haven't watched that anime in high school. Long time. But, you know, I should have picked it up. But good question. So Solid. it remains 5.5. We have now gone two weeks <laughs> without getting a question. Well, that's correct. good, though. Yeah, no, that we're on top of things. Um, if you want to stay on top of things, go ahead to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com for your one-stop shop. Everything we podcast and we know things. Uh, you can find our Twitter feed there, at WePodAndWeKnow. Our Instagram handle, at WePodcastAndWeKnowThings. It has our entire feed up as well. Our Facebook feed as well. Um, if I say the words as well one more time, I'm going to cut <laughs> and start over. Uh, it also has our link to our Stitcher. has our link to our iTunes and a link to our Podbean. Our Podbean is an is the kind of the new way to uh, to listen to us. Podbean is the service we use to host our, our episodes, but Podbean for free puts the entire backlog up where iTunes and Stitcher actually only go back twenty episodes, which is fine. That's awesome and we appreciate it. But if you want to listen to episode one I don't know why Pod, you would. Podbean it is. <laughs> Podbean it is. You can download the free Podbean app and actually sign in as a guest to do that. Um, also, we, we would be remiss to say that our Loot Crate link was not on there. Uh, Loot Crate, the monthly service subscription box, 20 bucks a month. You get a whole bunch of cool shit. This month's crate, after last month's was Origins and was really cool, um, this one is Build. So build, you can roll up your sleeves and get ready to build. Celebrate some of pop culture's most put-together franchises with this hands-on theme. Build ends 2-19 at 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 15 days from the time we're recording this podcast. This month's featured franchises Batman, Lego Dimensions, Tetris, and the Power Rangers. That's a solid list. It's a very solid list. I would like to. I hope that your shirt is Batman, just for your sake. Oh, I, mean, I have plenty of Batman shirts, so I would be okay if it is not. I still want the Mario <laughs> shirt from last month, dude. eBay, bro, they got it on sale for like fourteen bucks. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I can probably grab it. I can also grab any other Nintendo shirt. I, I've actually noticed that now. Like everything that people get in in Loot Crate, they it's on eBay. It. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on eBay. They Absolutely. got them, them turtles cups. All the turtles go for like twenty bucks above, and the uh, the shredders like a variant limited thing that's mm-hmm. going for like sixty and above. So, yeah, people make money off this. So, yeah, there you go. We're going to start off with television tonight. Stranger Things, one of the best things of 2016, one of the best shows we watched in a long time. Easily. um, Released a teaser on Twitter of the weather for Houston, Texas. And if you notice in the weather the differences between the highs and the lows and the the, uh, barometer, teases teases the date that it's going to come back. Ah, them clever bastards. Did you see the picture? No, I, I did not. I, I only saw the one picture. I, I didn't want to tell you because I know you like to be surprised. I just saw the one picture of uh, Dustin. I was He was in some kind of costume. I don't want to yeah. say what it is. but yeah, I don't like to do cast photos because yeah. I don't like spoilers. Yeah. But like for release date teasers, I'm fine with it. Well, they're going to have a Super Bowl spot where they very well could confirm when Season 2 is going to hit Netflix. Uh, so they will have a Super Bowl ad tomorrow night for the Super Bowl, Atlanta Falcons, New England Patriots. Um, but the differences between the highs and the lows in the weather was 9 and 8. And then the difference in barometric pressure was 17, so September 8th. 2017. I have to wait that long. Is, is the potential pissed? And that might be people digging in. But why would they have that tweet and pin it to the top of their Twitter if it didn't mean something? Yeah, that, I'm sure it so, does. But that sucks that we have to wait that long. Nine eight God seventeen potentially nine eight seventeen for the season two of Stranger Things. I did see. Um, I guess TMC caught up with the actor that plays Steve. Yeah. Dude, he is an epic mullet. I mean, epic. So when you see this moment, and they're like, it's got to be for the show, right? He goes, yeah, you know, yeah, basically. And dude, it's insane. He could be this. He could literally single-handedly bring back the mullet. <laughs> I saw a mullet the other day in the mall, and I was, I was mortified, as like you said earlier, mortified. Did not know they still existed. Just like like, like it's a unicorn. Just <gasps> all business up front with a party in the back. That party, that was a rager. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, not my look. Legion, a new show on FX. Um, to quote IGN, may be the best Marvel TV series yet. Okay, are they comparing that with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter? <laughs> if they do that, okay, great. Because, so? to, to be honest, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't the greatest. It was cool when we saw Ghost Rider. Then they basically said, oh, we don't have enough money for the second half, so no more Ghost Rider. So that was the one thing I was looking forward to. 
I hope I doubt it's going to be on par with the, their Netflix series because that's that's strong. No, I, I'd probably say that to me, that's Daredevil's like, the. To me, that's like a League of Their Own type of deal. This yeah. is like for TV. I mean, it doesn't. It's not going to take too much to beat Agents of Shield. Agent Carter was good first season. The second, eh. I do like the idea of this show following in like an unnamed X Man or X Men or mutant. Well, Legion, yeah, yeah. It is pretty neat to to get a different side. Like we we get Daredevil, we have Luke Cage, we have Jessica Jones, we have all these other things. Like you said, Agents of Shield. But for this to be like, if you didn't know. It was an an X Men kind of spinoff. You would just think this is some crazy sci fi show, yeah. Of course. And that's what I like about it. They they hide that detail very well. But you know, people like yourself that that can pick up on on like the little things that I'm sure they're going to hint oh, at. Of course, there's always little. It's going to be really neat. So I'm actually kind of excited for Legion. It reminds me of it reminds me of my excitement for Stranger Things, where I went into it knowing it was going to be good, but having no idea what it was about. See, I went in the Stranger. Stranger Things, just by everyone saying how good it was. Like, I never even saw a preview of the day. I literally went in blind, just on people's, you know, words. I'm just hoping that we see some some X-Men, some cool special effects. You know, just give us a little bit more than than just what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gave us. Because that's it was slow, and I feel like now me watching it, it's almost a chore. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want shows to, ter- to turn into me like, oh, crap, now i got to sit down for an hour. So, well, we'll see. I'm definitely going to check it out. Conor McGregor has denied... That he will have a cameo in Game of Thrones says, nope, no way, not happening. I want to get into the WWE, but I'm good with Game of Thrones. Now, I mean, it, it was conf- wasn't it confirmed by the HBO people saying that Conor McGregor was never confirmed? Nope. There was interest, a mutual interest, but he said there's not going to be a cameo. That comes right out of his words. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not like that's going to kill or break me. Nope. <laughs> I don't even like Conor McGregor. I mean, you so you I'm know cool I like Conor, but it, I, to be honest, for him, cameo, I don't give a shit. Okay. Yep. Game of Thrones will still be awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cloak and Dagger, whatever the hell that is, casts its lead character. No, it's I'm I'm basically unfamiliar with Cloak and Dagger. I had to go to my talk to my friend Toby about it a little bit. Um, I know it's Cloak. It's going to be a show on Freeform. It, oh, I think, great! ABC Family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's Marvel TV series. I know they cast um, former Disney Channel stars Olivia Holt who. I have no idea who she is. She's going to be playing, was it Tanley, the Bauer, aka Dagger, who basically has the power to shoot, you know, lightning out of her hands, and she can like has like a little bit healing factors type of deal. And then there's this other guy, Aubrey Joseph, no relation to Aubrey, as in your boy Drake from the Grassy. That'd be Aubrey Graham. That would be Jimmy Brooks, and that would be Drake. And yes, first names tend to not have relation. You're right. Tyrone Johnson is going to play. Um, Cloak, he basically has the power to control darkness, and my buddy Toby also says he can kind of like open his cloak and kind of like transport you to like another like dimension type of deal. So that's kind of trippy, I guess. Um, I know that the project's been in the works for over five years. Filming actually starts February thirteenth, and it's on Freeform. It's on Freeform. So why the hell are we talking about this? <laughs> I mean, why um, is you didn't see it? You don't know about it. I've never seen it. I don't care. Why do we well, care? About I know this? it's just I've never. I never read Cloak and Dagger comics. Obviously, Toby did. He was more of a Marvel guy. But I, I want to at least check it out. But you know, what, what can they show on Freeform? You know, is it rated G? Like I don't know. Like if someone can- Freeform, they wanted to shed the family, yeah. so Freeform does show a little bit more yeah. than ABC Family did in terms of you know why seven. <laughs> but I, I mean, if. If they can get the special effects, I mean, she can shoot lightning out of her hands. He, he controls darkness, so I assume Those that special effects are going to be hilarious. I have to at least watch the first one. I have to at least judge it, give it a fair shake. I still got to watch that DC, um, that DC, yeah, DC show, Powerless, that I think just aired on NBC with Vanessa people Hudgens. Are, people are saying good things. Yeah, good. So hopefully, I'll watch that maybe this weekend. I pray it's only a half-hour show, so I don't have to sit there for an hour. But I digress. I believe she played Lois Lane. But Terry Hatcher joining Supergirl. My girl. And to be honest, she might be my favorite Lois Lane to date. I know when I was a kid, my, me and my mom, me and Mama Dukes, we always watched uh, Lois and Clark, The Adventures. Dean Kane was Superman. Um, she's coming back here as an unnamed villain role for Supergirl, which I think that's kind of cool. They kind of based- Lois Bane. No. <laughs> but I. I, I just like that they bring back all the original, like kind of like everyone gets like a little nod, though, like a hat nod to people. It's, I don't know, it's just, to me, it's 
It's, it's just it's just cool to see her coming back rather than when she was on Desperate Housewives and I used to have to watch that show. Thank God I don't have to. Speaking of Desperate Housewives, Black Lightning possibly joining the <laughs> CW. Black Lightning, possibly joining the CW. Well, CW, they might as well just call them the DC TV at this point, um, since Fox passed on the pilot or whatever. Greg Berlanti's killing it. He's got like four or five shows on right now. I mean, hats off to him. And they have the Netflix deal that the stuff can go to Netflix six days after yep. it's over. It's, dude, that's, I mean, good for them. I mean, mm-hmm. Black Lightning, obviously, I, it reminds me of Static Shock when it was on the WB cartoon back in the day. Mm. I almost rather... Have static shock when he's flying around with a, a trash can lid, and I get a good I get a good powdered toast man vibe from this show. <laughs> powdered toast. You remember that? <laughs> you remember powdered toast man? Wait, uh, shit! I've drawn a blank. He was the superhero inside of a show. He had a show within a show. The two characters would watch and then interact with him in the show. I can't think. God damn it! Powdered toast man, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. I was kind of thinking. Uh, SpongeBob. They had. Um, I can't stand that show. I never. Well, they had it. The, old, the old people. It was like type like the Aquaman, like the Aqualad type of deal. I forget their names. It's been a while. Don't but, know. Never, never really got into SpongeBob. But I'll watch Black Lightning. Why not? Switching to movies. What a switch! <laughs> ben Affleck will not direct Batman. The script. Oh, I hit the table. <laughs> ben Affleck will not direct the Batman. My cat is just all yeah, over Yeah, she's me. purring crazy right now. I am sorry. You to freaking the... needy bastard. Yeah, for real. We're Go on see the air. sister. We're on the air. <laughs> you... Oh, she's just little, stretched out, laying behind me. Oh. She's adorable. Uh, ben Affleck will not direct the Batman. The script is getting rewrites, and fans have been asking for a petition or signing a petition for Zack Snyder to take the helm. Okay. A lot of stuff to digest okay. here. So we'll hit it from the beginning. Ben Affleck not directing. Obviously, his um, Live By Night movie bombed. You know, obviously, we talked about all his... He, he's obviously a busy man. He had a million films going on with directing and acting, producing, whatever. Um, I kind of think this is a great idea. Rather than him trying to, you know, get the movie together, He can, like, like I know he was quoted as saying, so he can more focus on being Batman and bringing that character to life. Um, I'm... Obviously, I'll, who, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to see a Batman film directed by Ben Affleck. But to see someone else, I'm okay with. And to have Chris Terrio do the rewrites, who he worked on with Argo, so them two have a good relationship. And Argo was Affleck's last great film. Directed-wise? Yeah, because the town was before that. That's right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, every, every, usually every film now has rewrites, you know. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, and then about the petition, I know that has over... 2,500 signatures right now. But, oh, wow. That's a no, lot of signatures. No, but to me, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder had his, his run. Let, let someone else come in, bring something fresh to it. That's my opinion. And that's why we're going to be bringing you the top three directors that we would want to see take the helm of the Batman. It's like we planned it here, brother. Sam, start it off. All right. This, I know we talked about, like, we didn't have, like, there's no, we didn't pick no Martin Scorsese. Ah. I can't talk today. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I forget it. I can't say it today. Martin Scorsese. Perfect. <laughs> but I don't have none of the big guys like that. But number three, I went with this guy, Duncan Jones. He only directed four films so far. But his first film, I don't know if you saw, was called Moon with Sam Rockwell. Check that film out. It was like he's like he lived on the moon for three years and it's kind of like ending his term like of living there to come back really interesting film i suggest everyone check that out he also directed source code with jake gyllenhaal he directed the warcraft movie and some other movie coming out i think later this year i just think that he, just what he brought to world of warcraft like the special effects wise i think that it could be interesting to see his take on batman i don't have him on my list good i didn't think he would uh as you're saying that, I have my number three, and I was pretty keen on it. But as you're saying what you were saying, Martin it got Scorsese me thinking. Got it got me, no, it got me thinking <laughs> of, and I, because you said a, a, you said like kind of like an almost an indie movie or a lesser known film, Moon, and it got me thinking of an indie film called Chef. Oh, and it's on Netflix, directed by John Favreau, who was also. In Rudy, it was a great film. So, from what I hear, it was. I and also, John Favreau did Iron Man and two and two. Well, two kind of stunk. I like two. I forget right. what else he did, but 
I'm replacing Wes Anderson with John Favreau. Good. I, I'm I, I'm a somewhat fan of Wes Anderson. I feel like his films are hit or miss. I really like your John Favreau. Wes really Anderson like is more of an auteur where like Life Aquatic and Grand Budapest Hotel, I, they're slower burns. I think he did Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. I, I, he that did, was a good I film. believe he did that too. And he also did Rushmore mm-hmm. uh, in the 90s. That's somebody that I would like to have seen it take it maybe more a dramatical route or a dramatic route, but nah, Favreau. Dude, dude, that's yeah. dude. That's a solid thing. I didn't even think of that. Just because I know he's over on the Marvel world, I didn't think they kind of bring him over to DC. Uh, you're gonna get, you're gonna get another Marvel vibe from me later. Marvel fanboy. My number two, a little little director. I'm pretty sure you know, David Fincher. Yeah, he's he he worked with Ben on Gone Girl, so they already have a good working relationship, so that they could kind of like. Take you know have share notes whatever on this Batman film and kind of bring both their ideas to life. I mean he directed Fight Club Seven, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Curious Case of Benjamin Bunn. He's got he's done a lot of crazy, crazy films. I know even David Fincher himself is maybe a little crazy because you crazy. you hear some you hear some stories with him. But I think he's a passionate director and I think that he could really you know do Batman right. That's a good call. I like that one. My number two would be. The 2001 to 2009 version of Peter Jackson. <laughs> and Peter only, Jackson. And only the 2001 to 2009, because in those years, we got the Lord of the Rings trilogy, we got King Kong, and we have one of my underrated masterpieces. The Hobbit. District 9. But he, he didn't direct District 9. He had a hand in it. Yeah, he, he definitely had a big hand a in huge it. Huge hand in it. Yeah. Okay, I get that's I, I never actually... I mean, hey, you know I love the Lord of the Rings films. They're they're great. Hobbits, okay. Just they should have came out first before Lord of the Rings blew it out of the water. I and that's why I said two thousand nine. I can't do the Hobbit. Hobbit movies. I mean, I, I appreciate them for what they were, but after I saw the three Lord of the Rings, I mean, I, you can't top that. I don't think they yeah. were they were great. So yeah. just to see and and you know he had like to tell a humongous story and to to tell it the way he did. That's. Peter Jackson on Batman. Interesting, brother. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and just to clear, just to clarify, as everybody I'm sure was yelling, it's Neil Blomkamp yep, who that's directed him. That's him. District Nine. Just wanted to throw that out there. Still waiting for a sequel. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. Dude's only 37 right now. Yeah, so it's hey, we got and that plenty movie of time. came out almost 10 years ago. He was at my age when he directed District Nine. I just want to point right. that out. That's impressive. Maybe that's my new number three. Okay, it's not. <laughs> my number one. I don't think you were going to expect him. Um, he done a couple good films recently. Matt Reeves. I don't know if you know, but he directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the second one, and he's also directing War of the Planet of the Apes. Just what I think what he's done with that series, I've been I'm more excited to see War of the Planet of the Apes than that's like top 5 films I think this year that I'm like super excited to see. I think that he can bring, you know, something that I don't think anyone else can bring. That's why I kind of don't want to see Zack Snyder. Yes, he's a visually stunning director, but what he's done on the, them, them films, spectacular. <laughs> Had to go with number one. Yeah. Uh, my number one was an easy choice. Easy, easy, easy choice because he's my favorite director going, and the movies he does can be in the same vein. If you decide to bring Batman away from the BVS darkness, like that, movie Gibson. Was, that movie was dark. That would keep it on the same train. <laughs> there would be whipping... And God would come into play somehow, but Edgar Wright. Okay, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, famous for Ant Man, yeah. Shaun of the Dead, At I, World's End, Hot it's, Fuzz. It's a shame he left Ant Man though. Edgar Wright didn't he leave? He, he's yeah. not doing the sequel. Also, one of my favorite movies ever, Scott Pilgrim. Dude, you'd be surprised. Um, that dude doesn't make no, a bad movie. No, how many people love Scott Pilgrim? I'm so not like, everyone loves. I mean, me too. It. I, I'm I own part it. of the cult. I mean, I still love the part where Brandon Ralph eats meat for the third time. <laughs> they come in, oh, you're arrested. Yeah. It's <laughs> it was a, Thomas it's, Jane. Like, what a, are you doing? It's a great movie. Yeah, classic. It's, under, it's, a, it's, it's a cult movie, criminally underrated. So, so good. Um, it's right there. If you can see, it's actually right next to Ant-Man. Yeah, I got him. Boom. Yeah. Right there. But um, Edgar Wright is the best thing going. In my opinion, in that genre of movie, I would like to see Batman taken away from the BVS Darkness and the Man of Steel Darkness into the that light. I understand this is Ben Affleck's first real go around as a solo Batman, Batman film. So are they gonna go origins? If it's an origins, I don't think you do it. I don't think Edgar Wright can handle that. I think it's 
that's more of a slower burn. But if you kind of frame it up as okay, we already know about this guy. We already know what he's about. We don't need to see the parents a hundred, you know, for the hundredth time or how he comes across the suit. We know he's a billionaire. If we get him to be like a cockier billionaire. Uh, get it to be a little bit more in like a lighter direction. I think Edgar Wright's a really good choice. Well, I'm pretty sure they already stated that after Justice League, or not Justice League, um, BBS was kind of like that was the dark tone movie they were going for. Then the rest of the movies coming. Suicide forward, Squad's kind of dark too, though. So. But it is you, you are talking Suicide, you know, Suicide Squad. You're talking Joker, Harley Quinn, like you're, you know, some evil people there. Yeah, but that, that's Harley Quinn and Joker could be fun. Well, well I, what I saw of Joker, I, I thought was fun. <laughs> I don't know, but. We digress. Yeah. Black Manta has been cast for Aquaman and Nicole Kidman, possibly, possibly in talks to play his mother. Yeah, I, I'm going to butcher his name, but it's it's like Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. It's the dude from The Get Up. Yeah, The Get Up. I mean, you had to have Black Manta in this movie. I didn't care who you, who you brought in. It had to be Black Manta. Pretty sweet about that. Nicole Kidman possibly playing Atlanta, Aquaman's mother. Completely fine with it. She's a, you know, good actress. Even though she started in Batman back in the day, but we'll keep it DC. Well, switching over from DC to Marvel, uh, Deadpool's writer, Rhett Reese, says there's no room for a crossover between uh, Wolverine and Deadpool. It would create real scheduling and universe issues. Not really like a news story there, but something we came across. You know, there was Ryan Reynolds has been hinting at it. Um, He's pushing, you know that. Yeah, so I mean, I think everybody is. But Logan seems to be the last time we're going to see Wolverine. And I do not think there's going to be a crossover. Scheduling issues, conflict issues. You have to to rewrite the universe a little bit. Deadpool's going in a way where 2 and 3 are going to go in that silly, zany, rated R way. Logan's going in the more mature rated R way. I don't think there is a way for them to kind of cross. I don't think this is a troll. I think this is legit. I mean, I think we mentioned it before where it was Reynolds tweeted that picture. It was him. Hashtag tender. Yeah. No, where it was Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, and it was Pierce Brosnan sitting together and kind of people were like, is Pierce Brosnan playing cable? Like, are they kind of trying to bring, excuse me, Hugh Jackman in some way? I mean, even if he only had, excuse me, a two-second cameo or something. I, I would be awesome. I mean, obviously, who wouldn't love a Deadpool Wolverine mo- yep. you know, crossover movie? Everybody, yeah. I mean, if it happens down the road, awesome, great. I'm, of course, I'm going to see it. But if it doesn't, what can we do? Sticking or uh, Switching from the highly regarded DC and Marvel to Asylum, the Asylum and Sci-Fi have announced probably the movie of the year in 2017, <laughs> Sharknado 5. I, I almost... I, I thought it was a joke. Like, I mean, I, I've i never seen the first four. I See, <laughs> that's the thing. You got to. I've seen them all. No, I, I eventually, I want to, just because what's funny to me is the first and second one should be on Netflix. Probably all of them at this point. I think I think it's like the first or second one has like a, like a 75% Rotten Tomato score. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I've seen so many movies that have like 20s and 30s, and you give Sharknado that kind of rating? Because it's got a cult following. You have to understand, we're in an era, and I'm I'm all aboard. You have to understand, it, we're in an era that bad movies reign king. And there's bad movies Sharks that are bad. Tornadoes. There's bad movies that are bad, like BVS, or to some people, Suicide Squad, or Iron Man 3, in your opinion, like that are just they, they're trying to be good, but they're bad. And you have movies that are trying to be good, and they're bad, right? So bad it's good. You've heard that phrase a million times. And then you have Sharknado, which is in a whole class of its own of trying to be bad. Yeah. They know it's bad, right? So you got trying to be good, and it's bad. Trying to be good, and it's bad. <laughs> yeah. And then just knowing you're bad and knowing kind of being self-aware, that's what Sharknado is. And bad movies get it. And, and you they love bad movies. It. And I love bad movies. And you saw the first four? All of them. And I you still yeah. think I have the fourth one DVR'd. And, and you liked them? And you liked all four? Or? Uh, I liked the first one a lot. I liked the second one, but not as much. The third one was okay. The fourth one didn't really do it for me. But the fifth one now is going to center around a global Sharknado, where the Sharknado is going to try and take over the world. I can't, I'm laughing and, just, just looking at your just to hear you describe this fucking movie. But Tara Reid and Ian Ziering are coming back to reprise the roles that they have in the first four movies. You're going to tell me. This is the that, career returning of Tara Reid. You're going to tell me that... In this giant twister, this giant great white flies out of the twister and comes flying at your face. And then Finn, because the guy's name is Finn, because sharks have fins, and it's really bad writing. But anyway, so the main character Finn takes a chainsaw, 
jumps up into the air oh, like no. Superman. Oh my god. Goes into the shark's mouth oh, and chainsaws it in half. You're gonna tell me that that's not brilliant. To to think that people took the time to take this to paper. You know, it's I I, I guess I'm gonna have to see it just you have to watch the all of them. I know. No. I am more than happy and, to accommodate at any time. And I know that. Um, you know, actually, hold on. Did you hang out with us? I don't think you did. When I first moved into the apartment, when Ash and I first got there, mm-hmm. it was our first morning in there. Did you stay? I know Bill and Tommy hung out at night. I, I know you didn't stay at night, but did you hang out for a little while? I, I think. But I never watched Short Sharknado, though, if you guys put it on. We did. We put no, it on I, in the background. I've never, never okay. seen it. Like never, like I, I. The only thing I know about it that there's, a, I hear there's a lot of cameos by you know a actors. Tons and tons of cameos. So I mean, I'll, I'll get to it. You know, it just listen. It's, it's anytime, a lot. To, it's anytime a lot to you take want, in. anytime you want, you want to hang out, battle or trade, and in the background we get a little Sharknado going on. That's something that I'm more than open to doing. All right. One day, brother. Speak, uh, so switching up from the most serious thing we're going to talk about all day <laughs> to probably the goofiest. HBO is making a movie. About, I'm just kidding. It's clearly serious. They're making a documentary or maybe a movie or maybe a biopic of the making of The Godfather. Dude, when you told me that, I am 110% in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I love The Godfather. One of the – Who doesn't? 10 best know. movies of all time? 20 best movies of all time? Just just to think, like, to know what what went on behind, you know, behind the scenes. Like, how did they cast Brando? How did they cast Pacino? Um I guess that they have to have like a chemistry test type of deal. Like I want to see something like that. But to find the actors to play Pacino, Brando, and you know Khan, that all them guys like that, that's that's a that's and tough to, shoes to And to get into Coppola's head is good too. Yeah, you know that's dude. That's I like what HBO did. They took all three of them, cut it together, and made it one seven-hour movie and put it on demand for free. I think I did see yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's like the Godfather epic or something. Except like I mean, obviously the third one is right. the worst and has. Tons of flaws. I mean, I could just watch the first two. I'm, I'm done. I don't need to see, I've seen the third one, I think, two times. I don't need to see it again. Are you still talking about Sharknado? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. But, yeah. Hey, go ahead, HBO, dude. Rings is getting crapped on. So, Rings is a new horror movie coming out. It's getting crapped on by critics. Nobody likes it. Um, they say that it definitely has some chilling scenes, some spooky imagery. But they're focusing on Samara Morgan, who is the ring girl with the long hair coming out of the well. They give her an origin story. She's the one that comes out of the TV. Yeah, yeah they give her an origin story, and that's nobody wanted it. It was boring and dull well, outside of some creepy imagery. Well, this is what, the third? Is it the third film off the rings? Uh, technically, so there was the original Japanese, yeah. then they brought it over to America for The Ring, and then there was The Ring 2, two and, then and now there's rings. The rings. I mean, I could see why they did it just to kind of squeeze more money out of this franchise because obviously it's all, you know um, – movie people want they want they want franchises they want sequels there's no it's hard to find an original idea nowadays now they're what was the damn freaking movie i just heard that they're remaking oh, god you could literally insert any movie you li- literally but I, I just heard one like why on earth is it this but if, if, if i remember it later i'll mention it. if not down the road we'll get it but i mean hey this one i'll never see it <laughs> so we're re-watching the 2017 royal rumble as we have on every week in the background a pay-per-view i would just ask that you re-watch the replay of what just happened between kevin owens and roman reigns and what my opinion went through the table was one of the best matches of the night um probably the match of the night because i thought cena styles was better at SummerSlam. but if they show a replay here you're gonna want to see yep. this. <laughs> Literally, replay, and he's a big man. Oh, frog splash! Oh, a 300 pound almost frog splash from the top rope, outside lands on his face. Yeah, I know that had to hurt, dude. Lands on his face. So Roman Reigns, to his credit, sold that very well as Chris Jericho suspended in the shark cage. But uh, going away from rings into Transformers the last night, Michael Bay has said almost every time a Transformer movie comes out that this will be his last one. This will be his last one. This is it. I'm done. Well, he wrote a letter now detailing that this will be his last Transformers film. He needs to step away from the franchise. It was it was actually kind of like a nice little you know, letter thing. Obviously, I'm sure they gave him a boat ton of money to come back to direct this. And basically, he was just saying, like, this is my last one. Um, I had a good ride. But I'm going out with a bang. Oh, of course, you expect Michael Bay's, you know, pyrotechnics and explosives are all crazy. But it's that's enough, Michael Bay. When you gave us what five, five Transformers, six. That's it enough. Be six, yeah, right. That might be five. But regardless, that's enough. 
you know, let someone else come in, you know, because obviously they're never going to stop these Transformers films. So I'm okay with it. Michael Bay, go do something else. Oh, actually, isn't he? Is he doing Bad Boys 3? Possibly. So, yeah, good. Coming soon to theaters. This will be the week of February 10th. So this coming, what, Friday? Yes, sir. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker, which is coming out with almost no fanfare and no marketing because the first Fifty Shades of Grey flopped. Yeah, I know. We, we critically it, or uh, commercially it didn't flop, but critically it did. I know. We we kind of mentioned before we started. You said I'm surprised. Ashley hasn't said nothing yet. I know you said that. Uh, you said she was upset with the, the first one, but I'm sure obviously fans of the book are going to go see it. Yeah, who wouldn't have been upset with the first one? It sucked. But it's 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 going up with some uh, pretty pretty decent sized movies. It is coming up to well, I mean, in in our opinions, yeah, yeah. our right? humble opinion. Yeah, most people, most casual moviegoers will see Fifty Shades Darker over a John Wick or a Lego Batman. Not me. Well, well, women like I said, women, like women. I said, casual moviegoers. John Wick Chapter 2. That's right up your alley. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you're fine. You're bringing back Neo and Morpheus finally. I and a dog. Yo. The first one was very and Ian deep. McShane. The first one was very deep. Oh, and Ruby Rose. Oh yeah, dude, she's the freaking uh, one. One of the assassins coming for him. Commons in it. John Linquezamo's in it. Yep. Peter Stormare, which was in he was in Bad Boys Two. Who else we got that I would know? Oh yeah, Common. I know there was no reviews yet. I know it's a two-hour film. Uh, Lance Reddick. It's getting good early buzz. Not right now. It's got a nine point eight out of ten on IMDb. I know uh, Papa Duke's already said and said if you're not working Friday, we're seeing that immediately. It's the first he just the first one was just on TV and he yeah. rewatched it. And obviously, he's killing everyone. It's the best. The Lego Batman movie, which is sneakily coming out. It's the I feel like the Lego movie had more marketing behind it, and I'm Batman sure. movies have more marketing behind them. This is a mix of the two, but you know Will Arnett, Jenny Slate, Ralph Fiennes, Zoe Kravitz, Michael Sarah, Michael Channing Tatum, Rosario Dawson, Jonah Hill, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Ellie Kemper, He's the Joker, by the way. Michael Sarah, oh, I know Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Devine, Kate something or other. I know where she's in, but she's she is Clayface, by the way. Seth Green, um, Mariah nice. Carey, Billy hey, D, Mary, Billy right. D Williams, like Conan O'Brien, Doug Benson. Oh wow, Doug Benson's Bane. Is he? Oh, because he does it all, on his Doug Loves movies. He this is a good Bane. Yeah, no, he, he every time before he does the game show, he's like. Let the games begin. And he does his little voice. It's pr- that's pretty funny. That's a star-studded cast. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these three I mean, the, top the box office. The commercials that you see, the one commercial is Joker's like watching the actual Lego movie in theaters like by himself. That was pretty funny. Or no, it was actually with um, Will Arnett as Batman. Dude, that was funny. Dude, I can't wait. I, it might be a double movie for me this week. Uh, a United Kingdom and Don't Hang Up are the other two things coming out. I mean... Uh, come on now. I I, I, mean, I think John Wick 2, Batman, and obviously the Shades that's movie, that, they're going to top that's it. Gonna, and they're going to dominate, which is why we don't have a list of 10. It's only five movies this week uh, that will be coming out. And you know what? Fine, because those three movies, I, again, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. In whatever order they finish in the box office, I wouldn't be surprised if it's one, two, three, either way. My, yeah, guess, my guess would be 50. You're thinking, yeah. 50. Lego Batman, John Wick. I, I would I mean I would love to see John Wick and Lego top fifty shades. Just, of course. just you know from a, a fan perspective. Yeah, yeah, of course you want to see them do better than some I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Lego Batman tops it because of the kids. Yeah. So you're not, now you've got a whole different other audience. The I mean, kids and, and no kid is going to see fifty shades darker. Oh, no it's way. not gonna happen. And even the the adults though, I think the Batman movie is like it, it was funny right. as shit. If you watch the trailers, I think you know the adults you're not gonna mind to sit through that movie. Right. You know. Yeah. On the gaming, uh Nintendo has actually kind of hinted that the Switch could be VR capable, but only if they figure out one issue. Comfort. Comfort? Comfort. If you can play the games in VR comfortably, not getting motion sick, not having all these cords and things hanging off, if you can find a way to do it almost seamlessly, Nintendo's open to making the Switch a VR device. Is there, is the VR, is it wireless or no? There is... Well, PSVR is not wireless, okay. but like the Oculus and the HTC Vive, they are wireless. I mean, how can I mean? Because I obviously we've had on uh, your buddy Blaze is VR. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't get nauseous or anything. Yeah, but you also weren't playing a game; you were looking at still images. True. Yeah, that's true. And I heard, um, I know, um, uh, Steve Morrison, President Steve, he's got the the VR for the Resident Evil. He said it's absolutely so sick. He, yeah. he loves it. He said it's, it's the best way to play it. I mean, me, that'd probably, I'd jump out of my skin. 
You jump out of your skin watching somebody else play. <laughs> no, no, dude. I used to watch Carmen play all day. Resident Evil Two, dude. Yeah, but this is a first-person Resident Evil game, so it's a little yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, true. Hard, hard is a little bit. Horror games are a little bit scarier now than they were back then, just because. Remember of Silent Hill? Of course. Yeah. That's another Capcom game. That's the same people that make uh, the same are, publisher. Remember another game where it was like you're as in the dark and you had to take pictures of like ghosts or Fatal Frame. That was it. Come that, on, bruh. That freaked me out. Dude. Come on, bruh. They just released a Fatal Frame game on the Wii U not too long ago, and they used the Wii U gamepad as the camera. It's, it was genius. Yeah, I'll, in, I'll, in, I'll, in, in idea, not so much execution. Freak that. I, I saw the first. <laughs> watched the first. One. I don't think I slept for a week. PlayStation 4 got itself a software update that now allows a couple things. Um, it now will allow for external hard drives to be plugged in for extra storage space. Finally. That's awesome. Finally. You can plug a two terabyte hard drive in your PS4 500 gig. That's why I got my computer. Five times the storage, man. So that's really solid um, for, I'm sick. I mean, I have more things uninstalled for my PS4 oh, for your, all your games there's no way you yeah. can install your, it's yeah. impossible I have more things uninstalled than I do installed right now having only a 500 gig system is, is that what it came out for when the, it first came out was just 500 yeah and then they released a terabyte but I don't have a terabyte I, want, I don't know what I have because I know you have like a 500 I, gig guarantee even though it's on my fourth guarantee. my fourth one guarantee think? yeah did you get any did you get the pro no, the pro no did you I, get any console bundle like yeah, Call of Duty it, it, or anything yeah like it actually came with Battlefront 2 Star no battle battlefield, but battlefield two is not a thing. Oh, I'm making up stuff. No, no, no but no, it, it did. Black Ops two. Now who's the ba- battlefront? Is that the army? Star game? Wars battlefront. Battlefield. Battlefield. Is, <laughs> yeah. battlefield. battlefield one. I thought it was the second one. No, I, I don't know. Battlefield. But whatever the case, it came with the damn game. Battlefield four probably. Well, it was a bundle because Battlefield four came out on these consoles. Battlefield and I didn't say like nothing like hey, when I originally bought it. I didn't get it with no game. It might be a terabyte if it was in a part of it. If it was a part of a uh, bundle. Oh, hit the trash can with the mouse. Uh, not a real mouse. I'm playing fetch. Yeah, jeez, yo. You know, how I, you know how I am with them. <laughs> I'm playing fetch <laughs> with my cat, and I hit the damn trash can with my mouse. Um, other things that it will offer, boost mode for Pro. So games that have not gotten the upscale into PS4 Pro yet, this enhances the game, uh, whether it's the gameplay or whatever it might be, the graphics, the draw distance, whatever it is. The PS4 Pro Boost Mode now takes those games that haven't been kind of ideal for the Pro and makes them so. Well, that's, hey, can't go wrong with that, dude. No, it's just a graphical update, update, better gameplay. You know, I'm down with that. Better draw distance. I like all that. PSVR 3D Blu-ray. So now you can watch 3D Blu-rays with the PSVR headset. That's got to be trippy. Now, and even like, I, you, know, you know me, I have the 3D TV. That alone's already pretty cool. But to see that in VR... I might get nauseous. That, yeah. that I may conceive. I, I might need a trash can on the side just in case I go splooge. Splooge. Splooging is not from the mouth. Well, whatever. <laughs> splooging, is, <laughs> splooging is not from the mouth or the anus. <laughs> Custom screenshots and images for your menu background. So now you don't have to have the color, the th- purchase a theme. Yeah. You might be able to throw a screenshot. I always, th- when I read this, I thought to Will, F- uh, Will Ferrell when he did the Broadway of of President Bush. Oh, yeah, remember that? Yeah, that was, dude, that was and funny. He's like, he's like, throw my dick up there. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was like a little like stand up yeah. skit. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah it was a one man Broadway show. They ran it on Broadway, and then to and then they throw up the little tiny little hairy little you know wiener. Yeah, and then he goes, you know what? Throw, back. throw my dick up there. <laughs> throw it back up there. That's what I thought of. People just doing that for their backgrounds. That, Somebody hilarious. comes like I can imagine trolling like Ryan or something. Yo, Ryan, come over to play Madden or something like that. We turn a PS4 on. Just a baby dick. Dude, I completely <laughs> forgot about that Will Ferrell thing. Yeah, I love that Will Ferrell thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's Man, awesome. She will not leave us alone. She's needy. Wow, he just got super punched into like eight chairs. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, like that. Yeah, oh. wrestling's fake, though. And people wonder why they have bad backs. Yeah, wrestling's fake. Uh, custom screenshots, anyway. So posting status updates to an activity feed, whether that be like a status of what you're playing or maybe a trophy that you just got. But now that it will post in your friend's activity feed so they can see what you're doing. That does not appeal to me. I don't like playing games socially anymore. I'm kind of over that phase. But I just like a single-player experience or Overwatch. Well, you're saying like that people can see what game you're playing? Well, that, you could always see that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I thought that was always No, like, like you that. can post... Like a Facebook feed almost. Like, oh, yeah. Well, freak. That, that's ain't that why we have Facebook and shit. Yeah, I'm, uh, you can. Yeah. You can also post your PS4 stuff to your Facebook page. It's already a part of it too. So, 
Yeah, well, that's like with the with the Twitch stuff too, right? You can post your gameplay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's something I personally don't do. I mean, I know people start their own Twitch channels and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, a couple people. Jay Jay has. Jay Cooley started. I was surprised you don't. Do. You're like a gamer. I think you could get like a I decent don't play following. As much as I used to though. But still. I got the, you know, I have the equipment, I have the... Yeah, but I'm saying, even if you had, the, like, one day a week or something, you know? Yeah, but I don't, why would I do that? I, I don't you know. know. I mean? but get, Most people do it for a career. I'm happy. Well, I'm just saying, get nice I little like subscribers, and maybe I, maybe I, next time you could be on. Then I quit the podcast. You, no, not quit the podcast. Jesus, then I got no free time. crazy shit. Then I got I'm, no free I'm time. I'm saying, you, like, the a, AGDQ thing. Maybe yeah. practice, get you up there. I don't have free time to do it. Okay, so hold on. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, full-time job. Okay. Hockey Tuesday, soccer Thursday. Okay. Prepping for the podcast Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Podcast Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, we usually have stuff to do, whether it be family, friends, what have you. Saturday, right after Sunday. the podcast. Su- yeah, okay. don't have time. Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Sun- Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, that's my time. I get out. I get a nice breakfast every Sunday morning, whether it be Dunkin' or Wawa or the bagel <laughs> shop. I go out. I get a nice breakfast. I make myself a nice breakfast. I give her breakfast in bed or whatever. I'll make it for oh, her when she comes down. And that's when I get to play games. I only get to play games during that time. I don't want to, to broadcast them. Then I get no Greg time. Yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't you. do it for a job. No. I have the equipment. I have the personality. I've done it before. I have no interest in going back. All right, we just there's the thought, brother. That's all. Just breaking it down. We're only 45 minutes into the show, so yeah, that's fine. You know, that's fine. All right, skate four. Uh, you, you, you know, hold on, Rue, you gotta go yeah, away. Yeah, Rue is all over the place today. You gotta go away, today, sweetie. She's you're, needy. You're bumping in the microphone and the table. You're causing all kinds of ruckus. You needy, broad. Oh, go away, Braun Strowman. You ugly bastard. Oh, I love Braun. Hey, I'm surprised you knew that was Braun Strowman. Well, dude, I. Just for you knowing wrestling and talking about it, of course I'm going to pick up on a few things every now and again. But Oh, by the way, when I called on last week's episode that there were going to be brass knuckles dropped down from Jericho, he did, no, he did it. Dude, oh, he wins? Ah, oh, pissed. Kevin Owens. Pissed. Baby. See, and it's funny because I saw him like dangling. Someone's like, was that knuckles? I didn't want to just blur it out you know, that he did it. Kevin Owens. Chris Jericho, you prick. Go one wear the, another bracelet. One of the best in the business. <laughs> the best damn wrestler in the business. Kevin Stone Owens. Oh. Skate 4's, uh, EA's project manager tweeted out the other day, hashtag Skate 4. And it got everybody hashtag excited. false alarm. Yeah. It got everybody <laughs> excited. It was on January 28th. And then EA came out with their, uh, I guess, State of the Union, if you will, and confirmed there, there's no Skate 4 in development yeah. right now. Now, you played the first the first three skates, I'd imagine. I don't like them. No? No. You're more of a Tony Hawk pro I am, skater? I was, I'm more of an older Tony Hawk pro two? skater, two, one two, through two. four. What's one through favorite? four. Three. Two was the one that we that we know and love. Two was the one that you probably played the most. It has Love Park and stuff in it. What was the one where it's like um, you're in that warehouse? I ah shit, I forget the board. every every one of them basically starts. Is, is the the first three starts with a warehouse. Well, for one and two start with a warehouse. I, I think they so have number one starts with a warehouse. Number two, you're in a hangar. Of an airport hangar. That's it. That's two is the best one. Number three, you're favorite. in a foundry. Yeah. And number four, you're in college. Yeah. Two, two is my favorite. Yeah, because 4 was more of like a uh, street skate type of game, right? 4 was uh, open world pretty much. You okay. could go and get people. You, in the first three, you would hit career mode, and you would have two minutes to get all the challenges done. And whatever challenges you don't get done, you start another two minutes, and you, fi- and you do it. But you only have two minutes. In Tony Hawk 4, they changed it up to where it's almost like an open world. You can skate around as much as you want, and there's different people with different missions all throughout the level, and like you, you play skate stop. and stuff like that. Yeah, you do tricks, all that stuff. Yeah, so, but skate was okay. Skate is probably the better game, to be yeah. honest. The controls were better. They're more revolutionary. People love those games. Huge cult following for me. I'm a Tony Hawk purist. Yeah. Dude, after this, I may have to look for Tony Hawk Two on PS One. I have it upstairs if you want to borrow it. Well, just to have, you know, just to have my personal, uh, okay. you know, I have it on N64 and PS One. It came out for 64 too. Yeah, the the first, I think all four of them may have. I'll but, have to look. Oh, shit. I thought it was just yeah, PlayStation. It's a yellow cartridge. It's not the preferred way to play. I'll yeah, play well, play, right PlayStation now. would be my way. Yeah. For I mean, no, that's what we sticks. played for years, dude. The two sticks is just better. Uh, better that way as opposed to the one awkward analog stick in the middle. But I don't know if I mentioned it on last week, or, but you see videos of like, kids today, like young kids trying to hold and play the N64 controller. Probably hilarious. Oh, my God, dude. They, they don't know what to do. Like, they're... It, like, oh, if you want to get a good laugh, just like... But kids today, like Sam, basically N64 did an animation of him circle jerking in in the sixty four controller. <laughs> Dude, that's um, how they did it. Bioware, Bioware, the creators of Mass Effect, have kind of said, you know what, we're going to have a new IP coming out, brand new, and it's going to arrive March of two thousand eighteen. Didn't really hint too too much into it, 
But that's exciting that the makers of Mass Effect are going to try out their hands with a new franchise. No, I guess Mass Effect, that's that's their biggest game? Yeah, Bioware's biggest game. Well, at least for console. I'm going shit. Why? If you're making money, try new things. Stop doing the same damn game. Yeah, and well, Mass Effect Andromeda would be the fourth one in the franchise. It's going to probably be the highest selling, probably the best. It looks really good. It's you not said my you were going to get it, right? Nah, no? it's not my cup of tea. Nah. You're not, a, you're not a space guy? I am a space guy, but for what Mass Effect gives you worth the choices and it's like almost like a mini RPG mixed with a shooter mixed with an adventure game as just right now I'm I'm too I'm good right now I am working on that bad boy still so well God knows you got enough games dude I told you no more games yeah, for know. me it's still unless I get them free from work and I have not <laughs> so okay, I have well. not done either one that's fair my game collection is still the exact same as it was on our uh, resolutions uh, episode Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront Good game, solid game, multiplayer, no story, whatever. They said that the sequel, or the next round, will have multiple worlds and eras of the Star Wars universe and will be coming this holiday season. That's a pretty fast turnaround. Uh, two years, maybe two, three years. I'll have it come out with the new Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Good marketing. they came out with Battlefront right before Episode Seven came out, and then when Seven came out, they released free DLC for Jakku. That's right. So... Jakku mission. Yeah. Right. So. Except, dude, it's smart. I can't blame him. Yeah. Speaking of Resident Evil 7 from earlier, its first DLC pack, Band Footage Volume 1, is already out. It just... It's already out. Said, the game just came to hell. It's, uh... Holy crap. Yeah. A week and change. And the game's a week began, and a half. The game's been getting good reviews. Yeah, a week and a half it's been out, first DLC, which pisses me off that that's not on the disc, it's just part of the yeah. game. The DLC was clearly done, yeah. so it's really annoying. I hate when and Capcom Capcom is known to do that. How much um, is it? I don't know. It's ten bucks, fifteen bucks maybe. But it's really annoying. But it is exclusive on PS4 for the first month. That's not bad. I'm actually kind of just waiting to see if Machi bought it or not because I know obviously it's just annoying. Okay, they did this before with Street Fighter uh, Cross Tekken where they had DLC on the disc already locked behind a paywall. You had to actually pay for it to just, and it was already on the damn disc. Well, but they know you're going to pay for it. Well, that's that was they like, didn't. People well, didn't. That they was were, like that was once like, they found that out, people were. It was an uprising. That game died after that. That was like me with with Devil May Cry. <sighs> when you get to play as his brother, Virgil, Virgil's you know Virgil's eight missions. It was like five ten bucks. Of course, I'm going to pay for it. I want to play as Virgil. Yeah, well, not when it's already on the disc and should have been a part of the game. That's the point. True. That's the point. Why not just put it in the game? Well, because you well, want to make more no, money. Yeah, because then that's when they released. The Devil May Cry Infinitive Edition, where it comes with the game. <laughs> Overwatch. Overwatch's character, Bastion, is getting buffed, which basically means that he's getting stronger. They're going to increase his his power skill and hopefully usage in the game. It's going to get a recon mode, a sentry mode, and a little self-repair. So that's really good to see that Bastion, a popular character, is going to get buffed and maybe be used more in competitive. Do you use him? I do not. My tank would be Roadhog, uh, even after the nerf. Is he the, he's the big husky guy? The fat dude with a pig yeah, for yeah, a pig okay. belly button and a shark mask. Well, that's the that's what I have. And there. there, but there's mask. different skins and stuff like that there's, for each character. There's yeah, a yeah, ton of different say, skins yeah. for all twenty something characters. So it's it's a really cool idea that they just keep giving. I, I think Blizzard keeps giving us more for free, and it's pretty cool. Like they they listen to the fans. Like hey, this guy's weak. You know, and they they hear everything and then they change it. You know, make yeah. it more fair, dude. That's that's awesome. Yeah, Super Smash Brothers does that too. Oh, really? Yeah, to their credit. They release updates that rebalance characters and stuff like that. You introduce Dude, a new awesome. character, it's almost like you have to rebalance everybody else to make sure it's fair. So. Well, yeah, because people are going to find techniques. Obviously, it's, you know, it's going to be cheaper yeah. or whatever. Diddy Kong was uh, very heavily very heavily used as a cheap character, and he got he got nerfed down, too, for Smash, just as an example yeah. uh, of something like that. So. Al Numa, the producer of uh, Legend of Zelda, one of the most popular figures in the world of video games, certainly Nintendo, said that Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, coming March 3rd for Switch and Wii U, will be impossible. Dude, it's less than a month. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. It was a month yesterday. Uh, and February is a short month. 28 sure. days. So. Uh, will be impossible for players to beat. 100% within a week. Well, I'm sure every gamer is super ecstatic to hear that. Well, I think the opposite, where every gamer is now going to say, watch me. <laughs> I think this is like an open challenge. This is where, God forbid, where people stay up like three nights and die yeah. for playing games. That's a good long. marketing tool to, for the producer to come out and say, yeah, you won't do it. That's just going to challenge people to want to do it. So I, I wouldn't no, be surprised. That makes, are you interested to kind of like, oh, I know, like you said, you don't have that much I won't time. I'll be buying a yeah. game. 
I won't be. You think we're gonna finish all eleven games I haven't beaten yet in a month? And oh, and I was gonna say you you did not pre-order. Nope. So okay. I did not pre-order Switch. I will. We will getting. We'll be getting our copy of the Switch from our friend who will let us borrow it to review the system and such. But for this show specifically, thank you, Alan. Appreciate that. I don't know if you still meant it. I assume you did not. And if you did not mean it, Damien, bring yours over. <laughs> Uh, Kojima, Hideo uh, Kojima, creator of Metal Gear Solid, um, with a Metal Gear franchise, father of Konami, basically the most popular figure at Konami. Obviously, we're not going to dive into all the things that happened with him and Konami and that fallout. Um, he is now producing Death Stranding, his new game from Kojima Productions. However, he gave some opinion on the Switch, and when a guy like Kojima says something, you you're going to listen. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that you can play something at home and then take it outside that is the gamer's dream and the switch is an evolution of that hideo kojima yeah that's that's solid i mean you can't argue with that but i mean are you going to play the game outside he just means that you can take the switch anywhere yeah okay what we we said before it how sweet would it be to be playing zelda in the in the game you're in this big open field and you're playing it in a big open field to kind of immerse yourself okay i can see i think of our ccp hills you know, it's funny. I was actually thinking they redid the pathway back behind the parkwood. Like, there's a whole nice trail. They set up really? benches. Like, dude, I like. There's like the one bench set up. There's like a nice little bridge area over like the little creek. As as you said, the sitting field. That's exactly where I imagined myself sitting. Yeah, so yeah, cool. okay. But obviously, we talked before the shitter, the plane, the train. <laughs> that's where you're going to be playing this. The shitter, the train, the plane. <laughs> Upcoming games for. Any platform, we're starting to get back into releases. February 7th will be the release of, well, the PC version, at least, of WWE 2K17. Uh, Uncanny Valley will be coming to PlayStation 4. Um, Tuho Double Focus, Splasher, Uncanny Valley to the Vita, Neo, which we were talking about earlier as a PlayStation 4 exclusive, will come out on February 7th. Bleed 2 on February 8th. Uh, Brutal. February 9th, Uncanny Valley for Xbox One. So Uncanny Valley is a multi-platform game. Um, And then Friday Night Bullet Arena. Next week when we have an episode, there will be two... Two. Two solid games, two bigger games coming out. So we're still in that slower, slower burn for video games coming out. But we do have some games coming out. Um, But in to... I, I hate to end it. On a sad note, before we get into wrestling and end the show, the creator of Pac-Man, Nakamura-san, passed away 91 years old. Eh, that's obviously sad. You know, they, they considered him, what, like the godfather type of deal over there? Uh, but, one of. I mean, 91, though. Christ, you, you lived a long life. Yeah, had a good one. That's all I can say. You know, it obviously, just sad. It's, I'm sure it was a shock for him to create Pac-Man, and at the time it was so revolutionary, and now you look at what games look like nowadays, and it's like, geez. But hey, he's got to start somewhere, though. Absolutely. To end the show, we're going to just dive into a, a Royal Rumble recap as we have it on to the side of us now for Sam to kind of catch up a little bit uh, as we're going through the show. But I don't have the time nor the want to go through every single match. It's irrelevant. So we'll go through the big highlights and the recap of the ta- of the championship matches. Uh, on the pre-show, the Bullet Club. So Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows beat Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, they did. For, for nah. the Raw Sheamus. for the Raw tag team titles, which uh, in so many ways mystified me and has me asking why. Charlotte takes care of Bailey uh, for the women Raw Women's Woo! title, sets up a really good uh, rematch for WrestleMania where I definitely think Bailey takes that championship. Charlotte remains unbeaten on pay-per-views. I think she's either 16 and 0 or 20 and 0 on pay-per-view. Impressive. Kevin Owens as you just saw pissed. <laughs> Beat Roman Reigns in a fantastic match. Uh, this match had a lot of interference, had a lot of weapons. Yeah, um, so it wasn't Going like a tables, pure chairs. Right. It wasn't a pure wrestling match, but from a fun standpoint, it was the match I enjoyed most uh, of the night. More even more than Styles and Cena. Styles Cena had a classic match. Yeah, and I heard um, people were raving about that one. It was a classic match, a fantastic match, <laughs> and I definitely plan on rewatching it uh, when when we're done here because it's I think it's coming on now. But um, or no, it's not. This is going to be the cruiserweight, I, I believe, and then. And then uh, Style Cena. But anyway, 
Uh, I thought the Roman Reigns Kevin Owens match was fantastic. Braun Strowman comes in, interferes after Reigns had it yeah, won. Yeah, he's literally about to win. Yeah, had it won, and then there was no DQ, obviously. So Roman Reigns gets destroyed by Braun Strowman after Reigns speared Strowman a few weeks back. KO retains the title. Where are they going to go with that going to WrestleMania? I don't know. But thank God Roman Reigns didn't win because I hate Roman Reigns. Yes. Neville uh, taking on Rich Swan for the Cruiserweight title. Neville pretty easily. It was a good match. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But pretty easily takes care of Rich Swan to become the new Cruiserweight champion. Neville, heel Neville, is just really, and we, really good. And we both, I think, wanted Neville to win, right? Cool. Yeah. And we, it, was, it was the writing was on the wall. It was the most obvious thing that was going to happen all night. Rich Swan's a good wrestler. He's got a great backstory. Um in real life, like an actual yeah. really good backstory, but Neville's the king of the cruiserweights, and he is a fantastic heel. He's got abs on abs on abs and can fly. He doesn't really fly as much anymore. The he red actually, arrow. He actually won by submission. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of the champions have actually won by submission. Uh, John Cena, AJ Styles in a classic match. Not as good to me as their SummerSlam match, but still... A freaking fantastic match. You owe it to yourself to watch it, but kind of saw this one coming Cena. too. John Cena is now your 16-time world champion, tying Ric Flair for the most all-time. Damn, so he, that's the most all-time, 16? Tie, yeah, tying wow. Ric Flair for 16 for the most all-time. Everybody saw that coming. Not a surprise, not a shock. AJ Styles is not the champion going into WrestleMania. Cena is... Or is he? Next Sunday, there's an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. A lot of people are saying that Bray Wyatt is going to win the title there because in the Royal Rumble, Randy Orton won it. Yeah, that's that was shocking to me. I mean, yeah, I know Randy Orton's a big name in wrestling, but... He's also an old name. You have all yeah. these young guys on the card, right? So you bring in Randy Orton to win the whole thing. He's a part of the Wyatt family. So if you have Bray Wyatt win the title, then they go together and the family faces off at WrestleMania. That would be really good. But then what do you do with Cena? What do you do with Styles? What do you do with the other talent you have? And you had all this young talent that could have won. Hell, you had Chris Jericho, who yeah. was a very popular pick to win the Rumble, could have won it. Finn Balor, who my pick... Didn't even yeah. come back. And uh, I did see Goldberg take over Lesnar over the top rope. So we have, I have all the entrants, I have who they were eliminated by, and I have the number of eliminations. But before I get into that, I had Blaze from work, Ryan Cunningham, Tom Flynn, Mark from, uh, oh, oh, come on, Mark. my buddy Mark, and Ashley, and then me, all hanging out. Um, one, two, I think that was it. I believe that, was, little, it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. So we had everybody over. <clears throat> Ashley didn't participate. So the six of us, or the five of us, I'm sorry. Went in a little pool? We did a pool oh, cool. on an Excel sheet where we took a hat, put 30 numbers in it, went around, each picked numbers six times, one at a time. Yeah. And you had to And pick. you had to get that. That's the number that you got of the wrestler. We didn't know the order. Oh, so cool, it's just, cool. you just got a number. Cool. Um, and. Obviously, whoever won wins the pot. $2 a number. Winner won 50 60 bucks. Oh, that's, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, it was a really cool. nice little thing yeah. we did. A lot of fun. Keep it interesting. Um, I have all color-coded and everything. I made it all fun with an Excel. I made it in Excel. Anything <laughs> I do in Excel, my OCD kicks in for sure. But I had 27, 28, and 30. I had like the three. So you're thinking, I was you like, in, okay, I'm so this like, is what you're telling me. You're coming in like, I got this. You didn't win. <laughs> I had, and when you look back on it, 27 was Enzo Amore, which was a joke. But then I had Goldberg. Oh, uh, right there. At 28. Crap. I had Roman Reigns at 30, who was a surprise 30 entrant. I had this thing in the bag. Yeah. Especially me. I wanted Goldberg to take it, so I would have been happy but to But number 23, that. Randy Orton wins. And of all people Chubbs. in the room, the guy who doesn't watch Blaze. wrestling, Blaze. <laughs> Go ahead, Blaze. Wins the wins the wins the moolah. Go for him. Wins the moolah. I also have a domino story that for that night, but I think that's for another podcast. Okay, it's no problem. Because I already spent enough time ripping apart dominoes, and I don't need to do it again. I love, on the I air. love a dominoes night. I do love a <laughs> dominoes do night right. when they do it right. I love a dominoes night, and when they don't overcharge me, uh, and then and then uh, twice ask for a big tip. Just Ooh. just saying. You don't do that. That's a doozy. The, the driver should never say, I hope you take care of me. And yeah, then, here's and then a, here's also... A, here's a tip. Don't and, smoke in bed. Yeah. See you later. And then also remember my tip. You shouldn't say those two things to your customers. But anyway, mm. anyway, Big Cass and Chris Jericho were one and two. Jericho got hurt. I put that in, in quotes. quotes. Uh, he dives out of the ring. 
stays out for like almost an hour. Apparently, on the second injury, he actually got hurt. So right. he was actually out of the ring for most of the match. Um, didn't really do much, but he did eliminate two people. I won't go entrant by entrant. Just to go down, though, some funny things that happened. Number five, Jack Gallagher. At number five, came in with his umbrella. He's a proper Englishman. He hits Jericho in the nuts with the umbrella and then opens the umbrella and spins it around in front That's of him. That's kind of funny. It looked hilarious. That's kind of funny. So that was a fun moment. The perfect 10, Ty Dillinger from NXT, gets called up and comes in at number 10. So WWE had it. They did it. He's not a mainstay. He went back down to NXT afterwards. James Ellsworth comes in at 11. He gets eliminated. Uh, Baron Corbin at 13. Stayed till the end. Got eliminated by Goldberg. His elimination was Braun Strowman. Uh, the Goldberg's was? Yeah. Uh, no, Strowman got eliminated by uh, Baron Corbin. Oh, so cool. Really good, though. I mean, The Miz, Sheamus, Cesaro, Rusev, Xavier Woods, Bray Wyatt, Apollo Crews, uh, Luke Harper, Brock Lesnar. Good, solid. Lesnar had three eliminations. He got eliminated by Goldberg. Luke Harper got eliminated by Goldberg. Goldberg then gets eliminated by The Undertaker yeah, I saw. right after he takes out Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Then The Undertaker gets taken out by, um, by Roman Reigns, who came in at 30. And then it's Reigns and Orton. And, and, two of them. and you're like, I got this. One of us has this money. And but I was hoping that. But I was hoping Roman Reigns wouldn't win because he sucks and I hate him and he's garbage. Yeah, you and rooted, Vince keeps but, pushing but him. But you rooted for him. Nah, yeah, don't I promise you I didn't. It was 12 bucks. What do I care? Oh, hey. What do I care? It's 12 bucks. But a lot of fun to have all the guys over. We're going to do it again for WrestleMania. Uh, have everybody over. Do maybe another pool. Uh, Ryan and I did $2 a match as well. And I ended up either winning two dollars or losing two dollars. I forget what the overall was. Recall that's still a fun night. Yeah, that was our Rumble uh, Royal Rumble recap, along with everything in the like we said, TV, movies, music, and video games. But we do have one more thing to talk about in the realm of music. I could give a shit less, (laughs) so I'm going to hand this one over to you. Well, Dave Matthews and the worst. No, well, okay. Like I said, remember, I used to hate Dave Matthews. Still, Alex, two and a half years beat him into me. I finally like him. But Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds are are coming acoustic tour. They put on like a 25, 30 song set list. They're coming to the Man Center June 2nd and June 3rd, which I we we might try to go to the Saturday show. Um, Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. I will be at my computer or phone if I am working. Hello, Harleen. I'll tell you about it. It's my boss. And June 26th, 27th, they're coming to Saratoga Springs in New York. I know me, Alex, and our buddy Nick and our buddy Rye are going to be going there on Saturday. So really looking forward to that. Should be a great show. I also got tickets to see uh, Say Anything with Bayside in May at the TLA with Ryan Cunningham. Super excited for that. That's going to cover us in music this week. So for everything that we did here on a beautiful Saturday morning, it's only 9.35 a.m. We have a whole day ahead of us. I'm excited. I'm going to finish watching the Rumble. Um, But in one of what we call a shorter episode, only an hour and seven minutes, maybe eight minutes by the time the music kicks, uh, we thank you very much for listening to We Podcast New No Things. We also thank you for making our Yu Yu Haka show and t- Things That Turn 10 episode our number one rated episode. And that was a spike. It was number four two days ago. Today it's number one. I don't Got know some how, anime fans out there. I don't know how it happened, but however that happened, it's awesome. thank you very much. We appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed episode 28 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall. That's Sam Matura. We will see you next week. Sharknado 5, what's this world coming to?